Welcome back to the Advent Calendar House. I'm excitable pig photographer Mike Westfall, and I'm exploring the cellar. Haven't found any fraggle holes yet, but I did find my good friend from the Nerd Lunch podcast, from the Pod James Pod podcast, and from the Not About Ice Cream at All Dragonfly Ripple podcast, it's Carlin Trammell. Welcome, CT. I hope you didn't slip in the icy patch on your way inside. I did not. Uh, podcast, you know, that starts with the letter P. True. And true, that starts with the letter T. Oh, what is this? Well, it's small talk from where I come from. Oh, Ernie. Uh. <laughs> well, if you haven't figured it out by either our sly references or, you know, the title of this episode displayed on your podcast listening device of your choice, we're talking about one of my very, very favorite holiday specials of all time. And I know it's one of CT's as well. A Muppet Family Christmas. A Muppet Family Christmas, which has a big birthday this year. It's 30 years old. I know. I'm starting to feel jealous. I feel like you're going to take this Muppet Family Christmas out into the shed and, uh, uh, you know, (laughs) coo with it or whatever. And I'm supposed to start a fight with you now. I I don't know. Well, I mean, here I was trying to protect you from the chef, but now you're stealing my favorite Christmas special. Well, listen here. <laughs> See, do, do you remember watching this live 30 years ago? Were you watching this on ABC? I, I did. I do have vague memories. I know I watched it live 30 years ago um, growing up. I was a big Muppets fan. I mean, this Muppets show uh, debuted uh, just slightly before I was even born. But, I mean, I was so right there. The beginning of my life was... The Muppet Show, the Muppet movie, Sesame Street was already in full swing. And that's what was given to me. Hey, here's Kermit the Frog. Here's Grover. Here's, you know, all these things. And uh, and the, the kind of humor that it was, especially the Muppet Show was, um, you know, my dad had a very similar sense of humor. And so he was all about he was all about it, too. So when there was this Muppet stuff on Muppet specials and stuff, you know, we we were all we were all about sitting there as a family and watching it. And uh, so I remember at least I, I think we were all in the living room watching it. And I'm, I know my dad was. I know we had lots of lots of laughs uh, when it originally aired. OK, that sounds a lot, a lot like my own story of growing up with the Muppets and just the whole family was into it. Or at least I mean, I'm the oldest, so I don't know if my brother and sister really latched onto the Muppets as much as I did. But my earliest memory, any kind of memory, is being four years old or three years old and my parents are decorating the Christmas tree and they have John Denver and the Muppets album playing and yeah. I'm jumping on the couch going bump with with Miss Piggy yeah and that's just the first memory in a very long string of Muppet memories that I have uh, and it all led up to this Muppet family Christmas episode that I remember being on the edge of my little my little tykes plastic table <laughs> watching this whole thing yeah no, okay. So one of my early memories, I, I uh, when I was very young, and I would have been three or four, I would guess. Um, I my uh, mom had some friends over, and and some of those moms had brought their kids with them, and one of the other kids, Jeffrey, uh, was claiming that uh, it wasn't Cookie Monster that liked cookies; it was Oscar the Grouch that liked cookies. And I was trying to uh, correct him. Uh, you know, you're wrong. I mean, it's Cookie Monster. It's in the name. Uh, and uh, so apparently I was very excited uh, about the Not excited, but like, you know, my my I was very animated about this. And uh, it, it eventually um, my my 
mobility and stuff was such that uh, I, I was out of control in, in arguing this point and trying to proclaim to others, he is wrong, I am right. So I wound up falling and I uh, hit my uh, forehead on the corner of a wall and I had to go get stitches. Oh, no. So so Baby I have all... Yeah, I've, exactly. <laughs> and so, you know, when it comes to the Muppets, I mean, ever since I was a, a wee one, I, I will fight you. I will fight you about it. <laughs> I appreciate the Muppets on I a will, deeper level. Than I you. will bleed for the Muppets. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> well, I don't know if I can top that, to be honest. But I'm glad to have you on board on this little ride, uh, remembering a Muppet Family Christmas on its 30th anniversary, and I can feel myself growing more gray hairs as I say that. But I mean, 30 years, it's crazy. <laughs> 30 years. I just I just remember the whole gathering, um, and they did that just the year before. The Muppets themselves had celebrated 30 years just the year before this, and I remember that, and now it's celebrating another 30 years after that. And as I was typing out my notes for this, I realized that, and it was just like, whew. Yeah, it deserves, and I don't, you know, I, I presume uh, that they are listening. But Disney uh, needs to get on releasing, you know, a very uh, thorough anniversary disc of some kind of of this special. Lots of extras, lots of behind the scenes information, interviews, but but really the full the full version, everything. I mean, because uh, the DVD release, I mean, I I'm glad to have it, but uh, there are some issues with it. There are a lot of issues with it, and I didn't realize this until I had grown up and someone had the DVD, because I had my old VHS tape that was a mostly perfect copy. It cut out the beginning, and you know how VHS recording works. At one point, my mom tried to cut out some of the commercials, and that didn't work well, and it's just like we just decided. So half of my copy, my old VHS (laughs) copy that who knows where that is in some dumpster now, because I no longer have a VHS player to play it on. But half of it was untouched and beautiful, and the other half was you see half a second of one commercial, and then it just kind of blips back in with Rolf going, Oh, hey, Fozzie, I was following the truck, and boy, am I exhausted. Oh, that's great. Go go tell my mom. All right. (laughs) But yeah, they grow up, and uh, someone has a DVD of this, and they're playing, and I'm like, there's a whole chunk of this missing and a whole chunk of that missing and this entire song's gone and here I find that it's a lot of music rights issues. Yeah. Well, I we, I I was in I wasn't fortunate enough to have recorded this when it aired. And I don't I don't even know how often this aired after it originally aired. I know some of these specials would air again. Uh, I don't know the the airing history of this. So this came out in 87. I don't know if it aired again in 88 or yeah, 89. I, my guess is that it would not have aired, at least on network television, uh, much more after this. Because Henson would have uh, passed on, uh, what, two, three years after this? Yeah, I don't think it did. In 90. Network television he, he passed away in 90, right? Is that right? Correct. That's correct. Uh, yeah. About May, May of 90? Um, May sounds right. I don't remember the day. So, I remember the day he was born because he and I share a birthday. Oh, oh, I see. Okay, I bled for the Muppets, but you share a birthday with Jim Henson. Okay, yeah, well, right, you know I'll. Uh, so I we didn't tape it. I didn't have a copy, so but I vividly, vividly remembered the the snowman scene and Fozzie's yeah. uh, routine with the you know, the song and everything. And so then when they came out on DVD, I was like, oh hey, I remember this. I love this thing. And we bought the DVD, played it, and I I knew instantly when uh, 
Fozzie says something like, you know, he, he meets the snowman and then immediately it's like, Kermit! And he runs in. I'm like, where are <laughs> yes. all the jokes? The, the jokes are gone. Like, I know there were jokes and I was so, uh, yeah, that I was so upset. Setup. Seriously, Fozzie, what do you think of the weather we're having? It's so cold. How cold is it? It's so cold that when I opened my refrigerator this morning, there was a polar bear inside trying to keep warm. <laughs> but it's always cold at Christmas. Ah, Christmas. Time for Santa Claus and his eight prancing reindeer. That's reindeer. No, that's snow, darling. Ah! Man, you guys are the funniest comedy teams in the business. I know, I know. It was so maddening, and I didn't even realize the extent to what was missing. I know I knew that was missing, and then the Muppet Babies song was missing. Oh, animal. And then uh, I, I later learned more was missing. But uh, those two stood out to me, and I was upset about it. But I was still glad to have it. I was still glad that I had what I had. Okay. Yeah, I remember that it did air on Nickelodeon for a few years in the 90s because my mom would babysit out of her home. And one of the little girls, who's now in her 20s, well, um, one of the little girls that she would watch would want to watch The Muppet Family Christmas Every day. It could be the middle of <laughs> July. Can we watch Muppet yeah. Family Christmas? And of course, I'd be like, okay, let's go. <laughs> yeah. And we had that little bonding. That's a smart kid. Smart kid. She there. is a smart kid. I hope you're listening, Sarah. I'll make her <laughs> listen to this one. She'll love it. So let's get right into it. Do you have any other favorite scenes or favorite jokes that just stand out more than the others? Um, we mentioned the snowman. Actually, I'm yeah. a snowman. <laughs> What's a snowman? Nothing. What's a snow with you? Ah! (laughs) (laughs) Um, He finally finds an audience that appreciates him. He does. It's it's simple woodland creatures. Right? (laughs) I know. Well, because you think of it, he's a bear, and that's really his audience. That's his intended audience, are are animals of the forest. That's it. (laughs) We found it. We did. One day he'll figure it out. He wasn't really intended for us, but man, uh, some some otters and some bunnies and other bears. Whew, he they love Fozzie Bear. Indeed. Well, I, I mentioned it off the top. I love the mixing of the different casts, and so when you and they did it brill- brilliantly. I mean, Jerry Jewell uh, is the writer of this. It's just yes. m- perfectly meshed the worlds of the Muppet Show and Fraggle Rock and Sesame Street. And so when Bert and Ernie introduce themselves to Doc. Oh, hi there. Hey, we're Ernie and Bert. Yeah. Well, hi there yourself. I'm Doc. Oh, mm. did you know that Doc starts with the letter D? Why, yes. Yes, yes starts with the letter Y. Yeah. True. And true starts with the letter D. Hey, what is this? Where we come from, this is small talk. <laughs> Whatever you say. That might be the my hands-down funniest bit of the whole thing, because here they are. They walk in, and they are still true to who they are, calling out what words begin with what letters and all that stuff. And Doc is just like, what, what is happening? Right. He's and a normal just person. Like, like, what are you doing? Yeah. Because whenever a regular human, like if there's a guest star, you know, a Gordon or a Susan, or if there's a celebrity guest star, when they're on Sesame Street, they are in that world. They are talking for the most part like that as well. Oh, yeah. But when you pull them out and put them into the farmhouse and, and, and they have to talk to Doc – He's like, what is happening here? And they're like, this is this is small talk. This is 
It's just how it is. And he just rolls with the punches. For a guy who was expecting a nice, quiet Christmas by himself in a farmhouse, he is very good about just sharing this space he no longer has with a bunch of weirdos. He has a great, great attitude about it. Good, really good old Doc. Does. His heart just must have grown three sizes that day. And <laughs> good for what, um Now, when you... So, Fraggle Rock was on HBO when it originally aired, um, post-Muppet Show. And I guess at this point... Um, what uh, it would have been off the air by this point. I don't think it would have been on I anymore. Think so, and uh, did you know? Did you have access to HBO? Were you I familiar did. with Fraggle Rock? Okay. Yes. Oh yeah. So I'd only seen I think the first season uh, when it originally aired. I think we had HBO for a year or whatever, or we had gotten a um, a uh, trial during a time when we were able to catch most of the first season. I don't, I don't actually remember the details. I would have yeah, been. I don't either. I think we had HBO. Six but we supposed to. I mean, I would have been very, I would have been young because um, I I was born in South Carolina and then moved when I was seven to Illinois. And I remember watching Fraggle Rock in South Carolina. So I would have been five or six. Okay. And uh, and so, but I still, that said, like I'd only seen that much. I'd only seen like a season of it. And I still remember Doc and Sprocket. So when they showed up at, uh, near the beginning of the special, I had wondered what was going on. Like at that point, I was already like, whoa, what are those guys yes. doing on a Muppet special? That was huge. That was a huge. Yeah, I do remember throwing them like, what are you doing here? I don't right, right. remember <laughs> them being. I had some awareness of advertisement and commercials promoting these specials, but I don't remember Fraggle Rock being part of it at all. I remember the Muppets are coming for Christmas and Sesame Street's going to show up. I don't remember them mentioning Fraggle Rock at all. So I don't think I even knew Sesame Street program. was going to show up. I think that was a genuine shock to me. I, I remember oh, wow. this as it continued to grow and grow, I was like, whoa, this is crazy. This thing is crazy. <laughs> oh, man. That would be great to see through those eyes. Yeah. Actually, I think I remember my own kids reacting like that when they first saw it because they don't know that they're watching this 25, 30 years later. And she's like, it's big bird. Right. So right. Very- well, and the only, I mean, the only downside is unless you are probably guys like us, I mean, I, I can't, I can't speak for you, but mm-hmm. I shared a lot of the old Sesame street clips with my kids. So I, they've seen like the old school DVDs or stuff on YouTube from my era they are – my daughter, my oldest, who's who's 13 now, when she was younger, she would watch Sesame Street some from her era. Um, but there's tons, tons of characters in this that if she had only seen her Sesame Street, she wouldn't know who they were. And, and so I had fortunately shared enough to where she's got a sense of like, OK, she knows who Simon the Sound Man is. Oh, wow. OK. No, I'm not in that realm at all. They don't – I mean I've showed it to them. They're maybe once, maybe twice – but they wouldn't be able to pick out Simon the Soundman from any other that blue. Oh movie. yeah, she she has not picked out. You know, she's not picked out uh, Sherlock Hemlock. She has not picked what? out uh, Biff and Sully. Okay. She has not yeah, picked no. out like there's several she hasn't. But Simon Soundman, she did. She did okay, that's impressive. Good on oh, you, yeah. Annalise. Well done. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I I remember the Muppet Babies being a huge deal. I don't remember that being advertised. So when they played those home movies, that was a big deal. And the only other time we saw what in my tiny kid brain were the real, not animated Muppet Babies was in the Muppets Tate Manhattan movie. So it right. was big. Right. Well, I mean, I feel like this merits a whole separate discussion, though, this this Muppet Babies thing. Because there's, there's a to, – to me, this is the big continuity issue. 
Oh, the big tell. Muppet. Well, okay. the big Muppet continuity. Yes. So Muppet Babies and Muppets Take Manhattan. When we're watching Muppets Take Manhattan, we're we're looking at like, yeah, it's Kermit, Piggy, Fozzie, blah, 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 blah. Okay. But those are it's like this, it's like this alternate storyline. Yeah. It's like they're in college. And they all grew up – well, actually, they didn't grow up together. It was a dream sequence. It was like, yes. what if we had grown up together? What if we so, knew each other as babies? But he, So the whole premise of the movie is not – it's not the Muppet Show Muppets, but it's these characters in like a different setting. Yes. A la – like even the, the great Muppet caper was like that. It's like I'm Kermit, but now I'm telling a new story as Kermit. Fine. I can go with that. It's like in my mind, there's a real Kermit who is putting on a show for us. And and then in within the movie, they tell about this dream where we see the Muppet babies. So then we come to Muppet Family Christmas, which <laughs> I then I look at it as a continuation of the Muppet show universe that has the Muppet movie as it's, you know, air quotes continuity. They didn't grow up together. They were not babies together. Right. They didn't wrap Muppets Take Manhattan into that sort of package where we're making a movie. The other two, it's just like, all right, we're going to sit in a theater and watch a movie about us. And the other one was, we're going to shoot down from a hot air balloon and look, we're going to make a big number about, hey, it's a movie. But this one didn't have that. It starts right into the story and it ends right at the end of the story. And it's, for all intents and purposes, actual events. Right. Actual, <laughs> actual events. Correct. So I, that, the only thing, and I, and I love that the Muppet Babies are in there. Don't get me wrong. I love it. I love Absolutely. the little song. I love seeing Baby Ralph. I mean, baby, there's nothing cuter than Baby Ralph. <laughs> he was on your base. Wait, no. What, where did you draft him? Oh, uh, did I have him on my baseball? I don't remember if I. I baseball. Oh, what did you oh, draft? he was on my uh, animated uh, dog. Oh, dogs. animated dogs. Yeah. Oh, I was pulling for Baby Ralph. Yeah, cartoon dogs. Uh, the uh, Sweet Sixteen of cartoon dogs. I think is okay, what that was. I'll post Mike edit in whatever episode that was in. Episode 274 of the Nerd Lunch Podcast. Just go go back and listen to all of our shows, and you'll hit it. You'll hit that one. Perfect. Do that, too. But uh, I'm glad they're in there, but I I did have a hard time reconciling the Muppet Babies with this Muppet continuity. That makes sense now that you say that now, but, of course, when I'm... I was seven years old when this first aired, so I didn't... That went right over my head. It's just like it's the Muppet Babies, and I don't. Think but have I you thought about it on. since? Have you figured? Have you have you tried to figure it oh, out yeah, since? Or you just? I mean, the convenient answer is well, you have to consider Muppets Take Manhattan as non-canon, like the other two, where they're putting on a show for you. But there's no indication that that's true. Yeah, well, and even in Muppets Take Manhattan, it's a dream sequence, the, the right. Bat Muppet Babies sequence. So to have them show up in this uh, seems – and then you know, then if you want to throw in Kermit's Swamp Years, just oh. – <laughs> <laughs> no, and I don't, and I don't want to throw that in, but – No, not yet. It, it's like even within, the, even within the special, Fozzie introduces his mother to Kermit. Oh, the lizard! But yeah. oh, you would oh, okay. think yeah. you would think then she would have a sense of who Kermit was if she had dropped Fozzie off to wherever he is in that little uh, home movie. Yeah, it's Scooter's. That home she movie. would well, wait. Scooter's found the home movies, so she had them. Ooh, she had them. right, right. Ooh. She had them in the in the house. So so anyway, I again, I'm not complaining. This is not a complaint. I love that they're in there, and I don't. 
I don't want this to come across as a complaint. No, it is not, just not. where my mind goes. I start thinking about these things. It's it's really my own sickness. <laughs> it's a gift and a curse. <laughs> yes. I'm picking up what you're putting down, though. Well, in Ma Bear's defense, she may not have watched these home movies for years and years and years. And as far as she was concerned, she was dropping off Fozzie at Nanny's house. She knew there was a <laughs> lizard-type creature who went to daycare with him. I dropped my son off at his daycare. I don't know who the other kids. I yeah, may remember yeah. a name or two, but they're friends in school. And I don't know any of the other parents yet. Yeah. But they're just there, so... I get it. Maybe there was a point in <laughs> if we're going to go with the Muppet movie continuity, and I hate to belabor this point because I know that's not the issue. That's not, not what we're talking about. But let's go. But the the uh, maybe there was a point in they're all in their at least in these seven characters' history. So we had um, we had uh, Kermit, Piggy, Fozzie, Gonzo, Scooter, Ralph, and Animal all show up in this scene. Maybe when they were all babies, they did show up at one point together or for a period of time together. But then they all split their separate ways and then forgot each other and then conveniently remembered, oh, wait, you were all we all went to the same preschool together. There you go. I like it. Okay, I think I think I fixed it. We solved it. (laughs) Well done, everyone. Good work, team. All right. All right. Good job. (laughs) Job well done. Now, I had sent you a copy of this on YouTube that was completely unedited it was ripped from a vhs tape i don't know who who uploaded it it was someone somewhere in america uh but this had some old commercials attached to it Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and did any uh stand out to you as i remember watching this when this aired i would not say that uh, any of these commercials stood out as oh i remember this being a commercial when it aired but there were several commercials i remembered Okay. From from the time there was some like the there was an M and M's commercial. Yes, that's that's pretty classic. Like, okay. The uh, and this is before the CGI M and M characters, oh, so yeah. I'm actually kind of liked it. Um, that was a good one. There, it was just here's a lit up sleigh in M and M's. Right. I mean, it's just it's a brand. It's a brand thing. It's like oh hey, yes. Christmas means M and M's. Yep. Uh, Double mint gum commercial <laughs> with the two oh, different uh, sets of twins. Uh, I mean, I remember all kinds of crazy double mint gum scenarios, and uh, there there was a classic one. And uh, and then my and I remember seeing a lot of these, and, and this particular one was uh, completely uh, just unrealistic. But the uh, the milk commercial where the kids like you oh, can pick yeah. on me now, and then as he's drinking the milk, he's growing up, and this is what I'm going to look like when I'm 19. And they, and then the bullies or the guys who are going to pick on him are like, never mind, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna. I'm not going to pick on this guy because some maybe in five years he'll look like uh, grown up Wesley from Hide and Q, and I'm not going <laughs> to, I'm not going to, I'm not going to mess with that. So those are the smartest or like the most forward thinking bullies I have ever encountered in any medium. <laughs> I know it was just whoa, wait a minute, this might come back to haunt me in five or so years. Maybe I'd better not punch this kid. No one, no yeah, one has he, ever he, thought that. He is, he, hey, he is drinking milk. Oh, well. Well, I got to say, <laughs> now this special was sponsored. The sponsorship was Oshkosh Bagosh. Mm-hmm. And for me, as a kid, that was part of the special. For some reason, I just associated that with, all right, well, these go hand in hand. So that's the one I remember. And well, because there's three Oshkosh Bagosh commercials. And it's the <laughs> same one every time. Well, it's two that are the same and one that's different. 
Oh, that's right. Okay, yeah. But but they put this first spot at the beginning, at the very beginning, the first commercial scene, and then one of the last ones you see. That's kind of bookends. But yeah. I had a couple friends in college who also had a copy of this when I had lost mine, and we were watching it. And we remember that, and then that just became a running gag with us. But I need some validation on something, and I sent you a clip mm. of mm-hmm. one boy says at one point. And did you catch what he says? I want to hear what you think this boy says, and I'll I, throw it here I, in post. Can you say Oshkosh Bagosh? I want him to. Oh, okay, sure. Did you say that? Say Oshkosh Bagosh. No. I will try to. Okay, so the, the, the narrator has said, like, can you say Oshkosh Bagosh or try yes. and say it? And right. I believe the kid is saying, I will try to. Yes! Oh, I'm correct. And then, and then... It goes to other kids saying it, and then it goes back to the same kid, and he tries to say it, and I think he he butchers it, but he did try. Oh, yeah. He did he say went, he would try, and like, he did. Begosh, begosh, begosh. But no, yeah. I will try to is exactly what I think he says, and my other friends are telling me, no, you're wrong. He's saying, I don't want to try to. I'm like, that's not what he's saying. That doesn't mm, make any sense. No. So there was no, a third rage moment. I will try to, and then he does, because he does try to. And then he does. To. And then the yeah. one kid before that was like, a kid and his little brother was my favorite part of that. It was just like, say, gosh, gosh, gosh. And the little brother's like, no. And they just <laughs> move on. And I was like, that gets a laugh for me every time I see it. So that warms my heart just as much as the rest of the special does. A cu- couple more commercials to mention. Um, two movies that that were uh, there were commercials for. Filmation's Pinocchio. Mm. I, had, I hadn't even remembered this was a thing. Neither and uh, Leonard Part Six, which I had remembered was a thing, but <laughs> I did. I, didn't, I must have flown off my head. I'm as I didn't know that existed as a movie until well into my adult years, and then I go back and watch this. I'm just like, oh, that Bill Cosby movie. Oh, Leonard Part Six. Hey, look, it's right in this thing I've watched every year of my life. How could I have forgotten about it? <laughs> Weird per- repressed memory there. I don't know. Yeah. And then the uh, the next, I think what was supposed to air right after this, because there was a commercial for it, was the June, Julie Andrews Sound of Sound or Sounds of Christmas. The Sound special. of Christmas. I did so not then I, that. Then I, I, had not, I had not seen it either. I, I, uh, I'm not really that big a fan. Um, and I, but I did go and I watched a few seconds. Uh, I found it on YouTube and I watched a few seconds and I said, oh, no, I, I can't, I can't take it. <laughs> but yeah, if you, uh, if you Google Julie Andrews Sound of Sounds of Christmas, it's on YouTube. Very nice. I may have to pull that up. I wonder, my mom loves The Sound of Music. That's one of her favorite movies of all time, so I remember it being on in my house every year around Christmas time for some reason that I she just associated that with Christmas or maybe Thanksgiving. I don't even remember. But, but for some reason I thought, well, this might be a big hit, but I, I don't remember anything about it. But I'll have to check that out on Google. Mm-hmm. And see how far into it I get. I don't want to torture myself, but we'll see. Oh, no. I made it uh, maybe 30 seconds. I don't know. Not very much. Wow. That good. Uh, I mean, I'm not saying it was bad. I'm just saying it wasn't for me. Okay. I could tell right away it wasn't for me. Just like, you know what? Nope. I have better things to do with my time. You know what is for me? What is it? Shredded wheat and cranberry sauce. My My favorite. Favorite. Well, speaking of wasting time, here comes the fun part. And the real reason I brought you on this episode, CT, because I knew you'd be a big help with this. But the Carol Sing medley scene and just Mm -hmm. the sheer amount of Muppets on the screen at one time had always 
blown my mind and fascinated me even now. But now that they already did that celebration of 30 years of the Muppets the year before, which we discussed earlier, but something about them all being together in one house under one roof for Christmas had always stuck with me. And I don't know if it's because I've never spent Christmas Eve with my extended family before. Have you? Not to this extent, no. No, but I mean... (laughs) I only recently spent one Christmas overnight at a relative's house, and that was about six years ago. And my wife and I had only one kid at the time, and it was her sister's house, and they only had one kid at the time, and my wife's parents were there, so that's eight. Eight people and a dog is the biggest crowd Uh, I've ever had under one roof waking up Christmas morning. um, I'm probably hitting like uh, six at the most, seven seven at the most, yeah. But it always fascinated me, just the sheer amount of people waking up together on Christmas morning and having the whole day together and the whole night before. But I want to know exactly how many guests Fozzie's mother hosted that year. And very impromptu, mind you. She was ready to jet off to Malibu, and now she's having Christmas with... Well, we're about to find out, I guess. We're going to try and get a head count of guests. So, CT, I sent you some screenshots, and you looked through your copy of the video, and I looked through the copies I had of the video. And now that I look at them, uh, they didn't attach in the order I wanted, but I'm using Oh, that's okay. Well, because I, I think I went through it a different way. I, I, I did wind up going through <clears throat> the whole uh, special. Okay. And, and uh, I, would just, I just started writing down character names. So as I, you know, I saw Kermit, he's number one on the list. Yep. So then at any time Kermit shows up, I'm not writing him down again. And I just keep writing down characters as I see them. Okay. Uh, I would say that at the end, I, I, I would think that I have probably written down more characters than show up at the very end. I, I think, and I didn't go back and check this, but like, I think there are characters that I wrote down who are not in the crowd shot. For example, the aforementioned Sherlock Hemlock. I, he might be in the crowd shot. I'm not saying, but I, I, I know he was in the Sesame Street caroling scene, but I don't know if he was there <clears throat> in the uh, caroling at the end. I Perhaps you, Sherlock Hemlock is in the character scene, but he's way back there. There are a whole bunch okay. that are way I, back there. He's. On, I was picking I did, him out. Yeah. What okay, I did go ahead. is I went through the last carol scene scene, and I went at one point they kind of pan from left to right. As much as they can. They kind of break it up. But I kind of listed it. All right, I started house left and go through the center. And then at the end, there's Big Bird on the other side of the house. Which I thought was funny. You have Big Bird on one end of the house. And then you have Oscar on the opposite end of the house. <laughs> yeah, Carol Spinney's arms are tired. Right? <laughs> Fireplace in the middle. So. <laughs> I, it's Sherlock interesting that uh, Big right Bird here. is the, the only large, the only, like, costume Muppet. So there's no Sweetums, there's no Thog, there's no... Um, oh, I noticed that. There's there's no, like, other... So Big Bird's... And I, I guess maybe it's the size of the set that they had or something? I don't I don't know. I'm imagining, though... I'm imagining so, because Big Bird's actually just seated in the very corner, so that's where they could fit Big Bird. Used him sparingly, and there it was. <laughs> but okay, let's see... Okay. You can start rattling off your list, and let's see how how far we can get. Okay, okay, so uh, you want me to just name characters, or you want me to give you my total number? Let's start with your total number, and let's compare that, and then we'll see. As far as guests, this does include fraggles that show up. Yes, 
I will include the Fraggles. They showed up in the Carol Sing. I have them listed down here. And it does include, um, I guess I won't, okay, I have 140. 140? Okay. 140. Now, are you including, like, I didn't include people, I didn't include the snowman as a guest, but. Well, I did have an outside, I did have a caveat of outside characters, so I didn't specify there was a, a scene where they were outside rabbits, penguins, outside squirrel, outside animals, that wound up being about 15 characters. So you could okay. take out the 15 from my 140 if you want. So you might have a few more that I don't. So Again, it, I w- this was me calculating as I was watching. So there could be okay. uh, a case of you know somebody, somebody had shown up earlier who is not in the group scene at the end. I think where um, – because my final number is 104. But – 104? Include, yeah, 104. But that, I was just including who was in that shot. Well, no. not. Uh, I got 96 for the actual group shot of people singing the Christmas carols. And then I had another eight that I knew were there that had shown up earlier or show up a, l- a few minutes later. More right, evening. right. Weird guy in the right. doing the dishes. Okay, so I did not include them. Because they show up later, but I said so that would put me at 142. So I think maybe the possibility is, um, all right, here's, oh, here's, okay. So I guess I should not include, let me, let me take me. So I should not include the fraggles. Well, let's include the fraggles. Inc- That's fine. Well, no, no, That's I fine. should not include the background fraggles. Okay. Yeah. The background. Because there was, right. so when I calculated the characters, okay. they show up. Yeah, they do. And That's I guess it. the, the dogs that bring uh, Doc and Piggy in. They don't okay. show up in this. Okay, no, all right. Not. Okay. All right, hold on. Let me see. How many... So the other thing probably is like, how many chickens, how many rats, how many penguins have you calculated? Uh, I counted seven chickens. That includes Camilla. You have six others that are just kind of hanging out on the stairs. Okay, that... Okay, so I have, uh, yes, Camilla and six chickens. Let's okay. Add the exact all right. Okay, good. How many rats did you come up with? Rats. See, I had them all by name because I looked them up. It's Take Manhattan list. I'm just like, well. Oh, okay. I had uh, so I had Rizzo, and then I just had rats. Yep, Rizzo. Okay, let's see. Rizzo. I had Tatooie, who has the sailor hat. I had Masterson, who has the little uh, black tie. I have Yolanda, who's the only female one that I know of. I have. And Yolanda and Rizzo were hanging out uh, during the carol sing in front of Elmo. I had Tatooine and Masterson behind Kermit and Piggy. I had one more. Did you draw a diagram? I didn't. I listed them from left to right. Oh, I should have drawn a diagram. <laughs> like a That's Sergeant awesome. Pepper diagram. Oh, man. Yes. <laughs> That's what we need here. Okay, well. So I might have miscalculated on the rats. I might be up higher. I only have one more that I found. Who who is Chester? Who's the one with with the incessant cold? Who's wearing a sweater? Okay. How many penguins did you have inside? Inside. See, and I Just, have them listed from left to right. Which is like, all right, there's a penguin. There's a penguin. There's a penguin next to the Swedish chef. There are two penguins next to the two-headed monster. There's at least four penguins inside, if not yes. more. Yes. There, there were nine that showed up earlier uh, during, I believe, the Fozzie and Snowman scene. That sounds about right. But then I, maybe not all nine are inside. There are at least four inside, is what I can tell. Right. There might have been a fifth. Right. 
Uh, well, I'll go with four. I'm trying. I'm trying to get my number to match yours. So let's see. I'm, I am now at 109. So I'm closer. I'm much closer to you. Okay. Um, and a lot of these else. are just anything monsters that I could not place. They were close to some others. I was just like, is that Maurice? That's not Maurice. He's got a pink nose. Uh, <laughs> and then there were a few hanging out right. way, way in the back behind Cookie yeah. Monster. That was just, there's a green one that I've seen before. There's a gray one that I've seen before. That one may or may not be Kermit the Groff. Now that says Kermit the Groff. G-R-O-F. And I'm Kermit the Frog. F-R-O-G. Don't you understand? Now, sir, I understand. I, I'm an owner of this shop. I... Wait a minute. Don't tell me you're huh? Kermit the Groff, huh? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, take your T-shirt and get out of here. Huh? Here you are, sir. Don't mind that customer. Uh-huh. What do you mean, don't mind that customer? Bye-bye. Thank you. Yes, yes. Oh, that's who that, right. The brown one? No, he's kind of grayish. Because um, there was a brown one that I was I was trying to place him. and I, he might have been one, one of the way in the back? He looked a lot like a grouch. And I, so I sort of was like, was he, he a did. grouch? Um, but I, I don't I don't know if he's a grouch or if he was another uh, another monster. I couldn't place him. But again, grouch, I, definite grouch there. And I looked up his name. On Muppet Wiki, when I was looking at this, then he is Osvaldo El Gronion, Oscar's Puerto <laughs> Rican counterpart, who shows oh, up every fantastic. once in a while as just secondary Grouch, but he apparently is the Grouch in, uh, in Puerto Rico. Oswaldo Os- is was his name. Oswaldo, yes. Oswaldo. Oh, let me see if this is who I'm thinking of. Yes, this is yep. who I'm. The bra- yeah, okay, yeah, I had okay. him now. Yeah. But I didn't have his name down. But yeah. Toward the left, a little closer to Cookie Monster, who's way in the back, kind of bug-eyed, and looks like he might be brownish. It's hard to tell because the light's kind of dim back there. Yeah, yep. Yeah, I don't know who that is. There. It's just like monster, monster, pink honker. Yeah. And I mean, how many honker? Right. How many honkers are there? I mean, there's at least two, if not more. I only so, saw two, two honkers. Yeah, I, I just had two down as well. Okay. I mean, I guess so. I've now I've now adjusted my totals, so I'm, I'm now looking at what my inside list would be. I have 107. I think we're pretty close. Close enough. All right, let's see who I missed. <laughs> okay, uh, I have Kermit. I have Fozzie. I have Camilla. I have Gonzo. Okay. I have Lips. I have Rizzo. Doctor Teeth. Floyd. Janice. Yep. Robin. Robin. Who? A Robin. Let's just let's just clear something up. Robin's a pretty cool character. I don't care what other podcasts. <laughs> I have uh, Animal, I have Sam Deagle, I have Bunsen Beaker. Here's uh, the thing about Animal. Animal, I could not find him in that carol sing shot. I don't know if he decided, um, love hanger, and he stayed (laughs) up there. Gonzo got down and got redressed. Animal's still up there, I guess, because he's not in there. Zoot's not in the shot. Did you mention Zoot? I have not mentioned Zoot yet, uh... But uh, maybe Zoot and Animal are not there. That might be that might help account for our discrepancy as well. Okay. okay. Um, New Zealand. New Zealand. Yep. Uh, six chickens. Six chickens. Uh, Beauregard, Scooter, mm-hmm. Marvin Suggs, I and uh, um, and one single Muppaphone. One single Muppaphone. Pink one, right? Okay. Uh, yep, a pink one. Mm-hmm. Uh, Emily Bear. Doc Sprocket, the rats, which I came up with six, but I don't know if that matches your total or not. Uh, I didn't go. I didn't name them individually. I have okay. five, but I think the the one that's in front of Big Bird and the one who's later seen uh, next to Rolf playing the piano might be the same 
Muppet might be the same round. All right. Um, I'll change my to five. I'll take your word for it. All right. Uh, Swedish Chef, was he in the group shot? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's there. He's you're there. You're back. Uh, back the, <laughs> yeah, I have the turkey. Yes, the Christmas turkey. Did the bear, who I would say is kind of a proto-bobo, make it inside? Yeah. I don't think he did. He's not in that okay. in that group shot. I have a lot of different woodland creatures who did make it inside. Um, I had like, I, I think about four rabbits. I have a, t- I have a bunch of rabbits. Maybe yeah. That, let's see. Oh, I, now I don't see. know if they're just rabbits that did any rabbits come on the truck. I don't think so. No, they were not rabbits on the truck. I think they worked their, their way inside after okay. their debut during the snowman Fozzie song. Yeah, and I counted them in with the guests because, all right, these rabbits, and I got two otters that decided I'm going to stay inside tonight. The right. The are out singing. They're singing with the snowman during one part of the medley. But a uh-huh. couple of rabbits and a couple of otters are inside. They're inside, yep, yep. Um, okay, so I have then um, Bert and Ernie. Bert and Ernie. Cookie Monster. Mm-hmm. Sherlock Hemlock. The yep. Count, two-headed monster. I only counted him as one. Oh, I counted. See, it's a head count, so I counted both heads. Okay, that's fine. I'll change it to two. Prairie Dawn. Prairie Dawn, yes. I had, so what, what I have is between anything Muppets and monsters, I have, I have seven anything Muppets and six monsters. Seven anything Muppets. Okay. I but think I, I only have two that I couldn't name. Uh, that may be where is, so there was one was well, well no i'm just that you you probably I, I did not go through and try and figure out who some of them look familiar and i was able to identify them like forgetful jones or simon Soundman, like those guys i, I recognize yeah. but if i didn't recognize them immediately i didn't do the research to figure out who they were so you may have them individually there were two i didn't recognize one is a female and she's wearing a red sweater and she's got she's a lavender she's like right in the middle <laughs> She's right like, in the middle, and then she's kind of off to the side uh, behind behind Statler. She shows up again, and it's the same Muppet. I don't think they're twins. I'm not calling them twins. I'm calling them the same Muppet, and when they did both group shots, they decided, whoop, I'm over here now. Yeah, there was some uh, where I think they were, like, they must have not remembered where they were supposed right. to be. Or yeah, the something. turkey moves around a bit, and, and the penguins yeah. move around a bit. But... Uh, and then there was a there was a green male anything Muppet that I found that I thought, is that Farley? Wow, it's not Farley. Uh, okay. It's another green anything Muppet, and his hair, he's got brown hair, and he's way in the back during the carol sing. Like, he's hiding and again, my, some other monster that yeah. I didn't identify. And my count, my, my anything Muppet and monster count comes from, initially comes from the earlier Sesame Street caroling scene. Okay. So maybe they didn't translate, maybe not all of them translated uh, here. Some of them, they have families of their own. You know, they're not going to necessarily stay Could here. Could be. Um, Harry, you know. Grover, Simon Soundman, Biff Sully, Two Honkers, uh, Guy Smiley! Guy Smiley! Thank you! He's in there. Um, I had, in there. Harry, I could oh. not find in the group shot. Okay, okay. Uh, maybe he's Where not there. I, the, I have uh, no idea. I am. Uh, yeah, okay. I'm not seeing him initially either. Um, the horse and Gladys the cow. Yes. I have them both. They were over by Rolf. Big Bird. Of Did course. you see Big Bird? Was he there? I can't remember. 
<laughs> no, I think I spotted him at the end. He's Elmo. Elmo's there. Doesn't talk Oscar, much. Oscar. Forgetful Jones. The newsman shows up. Yes. That, does, is that the guy? Is that the guy what? Who shouldn't be there? Who shouldn't be there? Is that what you're saying? You're yeah. saying he should Before we started recording, I said, okay, one of the guys who I surprisingly found in the group shot, I'm like, wait a minute, the Muppet Newsman is singing with the rest of you. How did he get there? He was on the TV earlier. I wasn't sure if you were referring to the Newsman or Uncle Traveling Matt. Who, who had Matt, he does count. Um, well, he and he shows up before the other Fraggles show up. Like he's he's in that shot, but he is in the group shot before that little scene where the other Fraggles show up. I didn't catch him there. I'll have to take a look again. I only catch him right at the end when the Fraggles decide to come up from the cellar. Yeah, he is he is in it briefly earlier by the fireplace. All right, time for a rewatch. Yeah, I guess I'm going to have to... But Doc kind of gives a knowing glance at Traveling Mad. Like, I don't know if that's to acknowledge I know who and what you are, but... Yeah, you're the one always sending those postcards then. Yeah. Or if he's just become comfortable with all the other weirdos he's encountered at the farmhouse. Uh, Let's see here. Do we have um, Waldorf and Statler? Yep. Say them? Okay. Uh, Crazy Harry? Crazy Harry's back there. Uh, Bobby Benson? Bobby Benson, I didn't see him in the group shot, but I put him in my count because I saw him uh, either earlier or earlier. like, I know you were here. Pops. Pops is back there. Okay. Uh, the Five Fraggles. Five Fraggles. Howard Cosell. Yes, mm-hmm. Howard Cosell. Uh, and I forget his name. He's got an actual Muppet name, but he's the Howard Cosell Muppet. Oh, right, right. Yeah, I can't remember his name there. Um, Link Hogthrob. Link Hogthrob is way in the back by the door. Hey, pigs is... Uh, Foo-Foo? Foo-Foo, yes. Blink and you miss Foo-Foo in the group shot. Where was... Okay, <laughs> hold on. She's Where's right that? behind Piggy. Yes. Yeah. But everybody's kind of swaying their head, so sometimes you see her, sometimes you don't. Right. And, of course, the quality on this is like such that the, the, the motion... Anytime there's motion, you try and pause it, you're getting such blur. Oh, yeah. It's a recording um, of a recording of a recording of a digital I copy. I, I did look at my DVD. I did create a DVD where I pulled the deleted scenes off YouTube, and then I ripped the DVD, and I spliced the deleted scenes back into um, the full show, and then I reburned that to DVD. So that's what we watch every year, oh, and that's what work. I checked out. Yeah, hey, when you know how to do video stuff, that's mm-hmm. what you do. You use your powers for good. There it is. Uh, then my last, my last one, other than um, the Mink and Jim Henson, were it was uh, Nigel. Nigel, I have him on my list. Uh, that's another one who's not in the group shot, but he, you see, I actually see him. I think after. Okay. Maybe yeah, maybe it was after I saw him. Okay. So uh, who did I miss? Let's see. Uh, got the horse. Now I gotta go through my whole list here. <laughs> well, there's some <laughs> little white dog next to Sherlock Hemlock, and I couldn't place it. It's not Fufu, or maybe it is Fufu, and moved all the way across the room. But I where are we talking? Which uh, Sherlock which area? Hemlock is over by Big Bird, in between Sherlock Hemlock and Big Bird and Osvaldo. There's a little white dog, and then there's. The, uh, the Blue Muppet with the Beard, uh, Big Jeffy, is the name okay. that came up on Muppet Wiki. But he's in, the, he's in all the bands, and he's the ZZ Top-looking guy. 
He's kind of in the shadow right next to Big Bird, so that's two. And other than that, I think our our lists match pretty darn well. All right. Well, there we go. It's good stuff. So, final tally, we're going with 105-ish, 104-ish. Close enough. But... And that includes yeah, as far as and as far as the ones in that they're caroling at the end. I mean, there's there were even like we, I think I was saying like about 30 plus more characters who show up or have count you know, as a count of outside creatures and the like that are not inside during this scene. Sure. Well, who else do you got? No, no. I mean, that's what we were talking oh, okay. about, like the outside yeah. rabbits, the outside All penguins, right. the you know, I think we've mentioned everybody. But I mean, that's it's 104, 105 inside during this sequence. Yes. And then there's another 30 plus characters who show up. I mean, the Muppet Sprinkle Babies, for example, that's another seven puppets. Oh, yeah, that yeah. Show. The, the background, like, there's like at least six background fraggles during the uh, pass it on scene. Yes. I couldn't get a very good count, but there's uh, at least about a half dozen back there. Yeah. So if you count all that, it, it adds up pretty, pretty fast. Well, I was hoping we'd get over 100, and, and I'm very happy. And that includes Maureen the Mink, Kermit's gift to Piggy, and that that weird guy with the suit and the beard doing the dishes. I don't know who that is, but he just kind of magically appears. He does. Well, they certainly seem to be having a good time out there, Sprocket. Yeah, I like it when they have a good time. But I tell you what, somebody's got to do something about these dishes, Sprocket. Come on. I'll wash and you dry, okay? You know, this is uh, this is one of those things that um, I know that this, so December of eighty seven to uh, to May of nineteen ninety, there were other Muppet productions, but there was nothing to this scale or the caliber of a hundred Muppets uh, from all the shows together um, like this one. And in a, in a lot of ways, I look at it as the the final major Muppet production that Henson was involved in. I mean, I know he did other stuff, but not not like where he got to be involved with every set of characters that he did. No, and uh, so that that makes it real to me. It makes it real special to me, like because I've heard people like, "Why is Jim Henson in it? That's kind of lame." No, it's not. This no. is like this is his his way of signing off in a lot of ways. Yeah. It's it's yeah. No, I thought that was a great bit. And again, we mentioned that 30-year anniversary special that they did the year before, and he shows up in that, and uh, Grover gives him his bill, which I think is a good bit. We may <laughs> have to revisit that again. But Oh, oh, Grover! Mr. Henson, sir! <laughs> and he's in his waiter getup. It's great. I just recently, um, when, when watching some of uh, the Jim Henson storytellers with my daughter, oh. and, uh, and uh, a couple of the... I had actually not seen those until much, much later uh, when they finally were on DVD. But there were some clips of it in the Muppets Celebrate Jim Henson special that came out. I think it was the fall of 90. So I I have that VHS tape that I dubbed to DVD. And so my daughter and I just recently watched that. And uh, so that was, yeah, that's that's a nice special. Yeah, there was a point where Nickelodeon had gotten some kind of rights to the Muppets where they aired a lot of that stuff in the 90s. I remember that was the first time I saw the Muppet Musicians of Bremen. That's the first time I saw Hey Cinderella, the Frog Prince. So they're, they were very nice to have, but they were all, I saw those all a few years after Jim Henson was gone, but that just spread his legacy out longer than him, himself, which I thought was really amazing. 
Yeah, and he was always very transparent about the fact that this they're puppets. Like if he was uh, a guest on the Tonight Show or 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 whatever, like he would sit there. He wasn't a ventriloquist, but he'd sit there with the with the Kermit puppet, uh, very transparently puppeteering, puppeteering the the character. He did lots of specials where he would show off how it was done. Oh yeah, and so he Jim Henson himself, because of all that, had become very much a character. Uh, not a Muppet character per se, but very much, uh, you know, his own persona. And uh, so I, to me, it didn't, it, it wasn't jarring at all to have him there. I thought even as a, as a 10 year old, I remember thinking, oh, it's so nice uh, to see Jim Henson. I, I, I always, I always like seeing Jim Henson on TV because he was always so, uh, he just came across so warm and showing you how things were done and, and uh, very insightful. Absolutely. I am on the same page as you. And I think he did, what he did so well that even though we knew all of this, we knew that these were puppets, but you still, you know, you saw people performing with them and they're still looking Kermit or whoever right in the eye. They're interacting with them. Right. And they just, the way I hear actors and actresses talk about working with the Muppets is that the Muppet performers themselves sort of kind of melt away into the background and they're just, you know, the assistants. This is the guy I work with. Yeah, and that wasn't exclusive to Henson. I mean, I, I don't know if you've seen the Being Elmo documentary, but it seems like I think I that came up in that. The, the um, Carol Spinney documentary, I think it comes up in that. So yeah. it's uh, it's it grows across the board. All trained very well. Uh, you know, yeah. always kind of a side dream that I always, well, that would have been really cool career to get into. But <laughs> It would have been awesome, right? I, I, I just don't know if I have the really shoulder good. strength for it. Yeah, true. I definitely don't. <laughs> but... And I think having Jim Henson there, like, you know, we made a big, I made a big point about the whole, like, Muppet Babies, how are they showing up? It ruins my Muppet continuity. <laughs> but then having Jim Henson there, to me, just washes it all away. It's like, it doesn't really exactly. matter. It's just, Muppets. it's just it's Muppets. It's just Muppets. <laughs> it's just Muppets. And all in good fun. And on that note, if people want to suddenly appear in your kitchen and start washing your ditches, speaking of <laughs> TV, please rattle off all the places People can find you on the endless network of fraggle holes we call the internet. Well, I, uh, I'm sure, I sure would appreciate the dishes being washed, but I would not want them to just show up magically, having broken in. So uh, let's discourage that. But keep it to Twitter. You folks. can, you can, yes, you can follow me on Twitter uh, at Nerd Lunch. And Mike, you referenced uh, all the podcasts I do. Um, if you if you liked listening to this and you want to listen to me more, you can go to nerdlunch.net and you can learn everything there is to know about me and all the podcasts I do. And uh, just just take a look, go to all the pages there and explore. And uh, that's all you really need to know, nerdlunch.net and at nerdlunch on Twitter. It is all there. Wow, you kept that brief. <laughs> well, that's, you do a lot. that's the route I decided to go because it's otherwise it's like uh, we're here for another half an hour. Yeah, well, <laughs> I'll, let me mention, I mentioned my kids a lot. I will mention another podcast I do called Dragonfly Ripple, bringing up the next generation of nerd. It's me and my kids. It's a guy named Michael May and his son. And it's about uh, us two dads, me and me, me and Michael May sharing our nerdy interests with our kids and uh, I think I don't care if we've done a Muppet thing or not, but we but it's a pretty interesting show where we, you know, hey, hey, 13 year old, what do you think of uh, Buckaroo Banzai? <laughs> <laughs> so 
uh, that that's we don't do it uh, with any regular schedule, but uh, that's a fun one to check out too. But when you do, that's that's one of my favorites. My oldest daughter is now seven, so and she's starting to get into sort of the nerdy stuff. She latched on to Star Wars, man, and she latched on to some of the Muppet Show. One of my earliest memories of showing her like the Muppet Show season one, we started there, and she didn't like it because we spent half of it going, "Where Kermit?" Right. <laughs> So I show her this. I'm like, here, here, Kermit, and loved it. My, uh, Annalise, my my daughter, she was just the other night because we were watching Storyteller and Muppet Celebrate Jim Henson. She she while I was recording another podcast, I think Nerd Lunch, she wanted to watch um, some old Muppet shows, and she was like, which one should I watch? I'm like, you can watch them all. I, but but I did ca- the caveat is uh, season one. While it is good in its own way, it it's not the sh- not the Muppet show that. I think everyone remembers yeah. like that's that's not the case until late season one or season two. Right. It, it gets off to a slow start as all great things do. But and she chose to watch the Sly Stallone episode and the Julie Andrews show. Wow. So I should probably show her the Julie Andrews Sounds of Christmas episode. I mean, you don't have to go that far. <laughs> well, CT, you've been a huge inspiration for me to record my own voice talking about the goofy things that are near and dear to my heart. And this, whatever it is I'm doing, wouldn't exist without you. So thank you so much for joining oh. me today. Oh, it is my pleasure. I'm so glad to, I'm so glad that you've been on our show. And uh, it, I, what I love about uh, Twitter gets a bad rap, especially these days with all the negativity. But uh, there is so much good in Twitter. And a lot of that's being able to find these friendships, these people that we would never have met otherwise. And so it's it's great to uh, have been able to have you as a Twitter friend and then a podcasting friend. And we even got to meet in person. And, and, I, and I love that. Yes. I say that all the time. Be the change you want to see in your Twitter feed. And my Twitter <laughs> feed is mostly jokes and dogs on skateboards and Muppets. <laughs> that's what I want out of my Twitter. Yeah. And that's what I want out of my podcast. On the next episode of the Advent Calendar House... My customer and groom will suffice, thank you. We take an important commercial break as Joey O of Why Not Radio and I have some business with bees. But Scrooge is not on board. As we know, Honey Nut Cheerios and Christmas go together like Shamrock Shakes and Groundhog Day. <laughs> you can find this show at adventcalendar.house and on Twitter at adventcalhouse. Please watch out for the icy patch.